Esther Ryder, and today we're interviewing my dear friend, Lori Cologne. She is the founder of the nonprofit Wayne County Children Play and Steam Lab. She's going to share what it's like to start a nonprofit from the ground up and also happened to be during a pandemic. Listen to her story, hear her heart for what she's doing and the passion that she has for this venture. So Lori, I'm going to start with this. And we'll talk more about it. I'm kind of like jumping the gun. But you quit your previous job in December? In November. In November. Start Technically started the process of the nonprofit in... December. And then in March, a pandemic hits. March, a pandemic hits, yes. And then your husband gets laid off the end of March. He did. Right? And I'm like thinking... But of all the people who can handle that, it's Lori. Because you are like an awesome hostess, great mom, great wife, great worker, jealous. I mean, you've got like, you are just so, you just know how to love on people so well. And you're really good at that. But you're also like organized and, you know, taking people in it, all the things. So I'm like, if anybody can do this, you can do this. But let's start back. So you went to college in Kentucky. I did. And you have a bachelor's degree? I do. I'm, is there a degree for like nonprofit or what was your bachelor's degree in? My my bachelor's degree is in Christian education. Okay. <laughs> and so... With the uh, intent of being a teacher or uh, what were you? No, working in the church at that point in time is really okay. where I was feeling led to. Uh, um, and so I did. I was a youth pastor for five years and then left that and moved back home. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what the future held. I thought I would be continuing to work in a church. I ended up working at a preschool for about a year. Um, And then I did go back into church ministry as the outreach pastor at the Church of the Nazarene and was there for a couple of years and lots went on in our life during that time and ended up leaving the church after a couple of years as the outreach pastor, still staying at the church, but just leaving that position. And again, I didn't know what I was going to do. That was in November. And then the following April, I was hired at my last position with the YMCA. And what did you do at the YMCA? So I started off with the, as a children's youth director there mm-hmm. uh, um, and did that for about five years leading camps. And then I was taken over to another position um, to lead a daycare out at Luke at the time, now Shuffler, uh, and um, continued for, for a few months in, in the position, also leading camps and after-school programs, um, but eventually just went into doing the, the preschool full-time and being the director there. So while I was there, we had anywhere from 120 to 150 kids uh, and had around 40 staff, led that for a few years, added another daycare um, under me as well. And then after all that was eventually promoted as we joined with the Orville YMCA as the executive director at the Orville YMCA and ended up being there for about a year. Then at that point in time, my heart was kind of stirring to what was next, um, feeling like, okay, maybe my time here is done, kind of getting that itch for something different and something new. So it was at that point in time that I decided to resign and put my notice in and still unsure what the next was. What was I going to be doing? I knew my passion and, and where that was at, and it was really working with youth, working with kids and working, developing adults. And so it was kind of combined 
of course, in my role as, as a boss and as a supervisor, but I wanted more. And so just to kind of begin thinking through some things, and I had been dreaming for about three years to bring some type of children's science museum to Wayne County. And it kind of developed out of my own three kids and taking them on different adventures and that including going to COSI or going mm-hmm. to the Children's Museum in, in Cleveland. And so out of that, that passion was burning um, to bring something to Wayne County. And that is where I'm at now. So you have always been in, an, in a nonprofit, because even a church would be considered that, Correct. except for that one year of preschool. Right? Even that, that was a nonprofit. That was a nonprofit. Well. Yeah. But you've always been, like you're saying, teaching kids, training kids, or, or training adults in leadership. And so that's really very obviously your strength, and you've done it for so long. So it sounds like you're not afraid of a challenge. Not afraid of a challenge because I feel like I have such amazing support around me Um, from my husband to my kids to my immediate, you know, family and then friends like yourself, you know, just having people that surround you and encourage you. And that makes all the difference when, you know, you're you're going forward into something new and unknown. So so let's start again talking about when you started. So it's December. You've had this plan for several years of what this would look like, you know, from your own family's experience that, that you would use it. Like this is a good thing and it's needed in our area because I mean, we're rural. So if you're talking children's museum from my house. That's an hour. I think probably a little further from your house. Yep. Cosi or we're close to two. Mm-hmm. So this is something in your own backyard. You know, this community you are from here. You've lived here for a long time with the exception of a little bit of college plus. Yep. So you know, the need here. So is that like, exciting to where you couldn't sleep and you thought about it a lot or scary because this is all in your brain and you're getting it from your brain. Because I know for me doing this, I felt like I should do it for years. I didn't. And I knew it wasn't going to happen if I didn't have somebody else pushing. And you're trying to develop that. Was that scary? Exciting? It was exciting. I, you know, I, I took it and I began writing a business plan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for, for a nonprofit, you don't have to have a business plan because you're not presenting to banks to get the support, right? But mm-hmm. it was something that I knew I needed to do because it was taking everything in me, all my thoughts and being able to put it into paper writing uh, and being able to say, this is the story of this. This is the dream of this. And so um, that's what I did. And, you know, that just kept driving me as I was adding stuff to it. And then I began to have community meetings. And I said, you know, I'm just going to put a PowerPoint together. I'm going to invite people who are my Facebook friends and invite them to invite others that might be interested in something like this. And so I just began to have a monthly um, community meeting and share just what my vision was and my dream was. And with that, I brought, you know, board applications and said, if you're interested in being on my board, I would love to have you fill out this application and went through the applications and references and, and then handpicked my board. Oh, I didn't know that's how that worked. I okay. did. Okay. Um, and, and if you have an established nonprofit, then your board votes, but mm-hmm. not having that, I was able to handpick. And, and again, I didn't want just yes people. I wanted people from all walks, all backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, cultures and environments. And so I, I pulled all that together with all the different experiences and, and then we could sit and dream more together. And so by February was our first board meeting. Oh, so you um, put it together in two months. In two months that with seven awesome. people. We met and we signed off on some documents. Uh, 
yeah. to be able to continue to move forward with our lawyer and get everything in for the 501c3. And so we got all our paperwork in, filed it, and by April had our 501c3 backed by the by the federal government and state. And so, and then we just continue to meet monthly and dream together and think together and look at the the pieces and parts that are missing and what we need. And and now, you know, we're at the point that, that we're starting our capital campaign to raise the funds for all of this. And that's been so cool because in the midst of, you know, pulling all this together, we were able to meet different people who's had similar dreams to bring something like this to Wayne County. And and at first it was scary because I thought Wayne County is small compared to a Columbus or a Cleveland um, or a Canton, you know, even. But as I began to really study how many people we have in Wayne County and then our surrounding counties, I knew then that this need was going to fulfill something here or this um, nonprofit was going to fulfill a need here. In, in Wayne County. And so, you know, after doing some studies and stuff, we actually studied that we have in our county between here and Holmes County, Medina County. Um, so the surrounding counties near us, we have around 6 million visitors come through yearly. And so I knew that, you know, this would reach far more than just our, our community. Sure. But one of the, the things that our goal is, is to highlight our community. We are a community that is uh, a hub of technology and manufacturing and agriculture and education. I mean, we represent that in our community in so many ways. And so um, being able to represent that into what we're doing is also kind of a driving force of we've, we've got this and we want to represent it in, into what we're doing and be able to let people in to our building and really within our building explore our community. The dreams, you know, have just kept coming to be able to build. So is it, I mean, I know like this was your dream and then you were able to pick your board. Do you find that easier and maybe more exciting than if this had already existed for 10 years and you're walking into it because this is what you've imagined and, you know, thought of for all this time? I mean, I'm sure it's more challenging. How do you see that? I would say it would probably be actually more challenging if I was walking in to an existing um, nonprofit, because you have people then who have a view of that. You have people who have ideals, maybe even a bad taste of that. And so trying to rebuild something, trying to make something fresh or new or bring in my ideas with something that's been for a while, I think would be more of a challenge. So for this, it's, it's actually you know, selling basically what we're doing to people and getting people on board with us. And that can be a bit of a challenge because it's not created yet. It's sure. something that's coming. And so in some people's minds, it's like, um, you know, I don't necessarily want to give funds to something that I don't see yet. So it's it's trusting us and, and having faith in what's going to be and really just believing that what we're creating is going to be for generations to come and going to be a great revenue source for our community as well. I mean, not only, you know, bringing people in from our community, but again, bringing people from the outside surrounding counties is going to bring revenue, whether it be to gas stations or other restaurants or hotels or whatever that might be. And so, you know, we feel like the support will be there. It's just going to be getting the word out. Well, and you've already done a lot in that time since February, too. And the thing I hear with you is your passion. Like, you really believe in this, and you know there's a need for it, and you know it's 
you know, a, a good thing. And that has to rub off when you talk to people. Do you think like they know that this is needed? It can be, you know, useful, but I can hear the passion that you feel for it. I am passionate about it. You know, as a early childhood educator and director, our philosophy that we had was kids learn best by doing. And I believe that. I think adults learn best by doing. And so being able to have a place that's hands-on that people can come to and really interact as a family is so important in this day and age when electronics and sports and school and work and everything takes us away from each other. Having a place that families can come and engage together and have hands-on activities and really, you know, for kids, getting their hands dirty again, right? Getting getting to interact with things that um, are outside of electronics is so mm-hmm. important. Um, it takes them back to being able to use their imagination and explore and being able to provide a place like that is so important. And, I, and I'm very passionate about it because I've seen kids succeed when they're doing you know, versus um, in their in their electronics, which electronics are important. It will be part of what we have, but it's um, so much more than that as well. I'm really excited, and and I've not really said exactly what we're called, but we're called the Wayne County Children's Steam Play Lab, and it's a children's science center. We are the Steam focuses on science, the technology, the engineering, the arts, and the math, and so all those um, will be incorporated in, into all our set designs and what we're offering our community. And so, yes, we're going to incorporate the the technology, but it'll be very hands on for families to participate together. It's not going to be, you know, parents going in and sitting at a table while their kids go and play. It's really that interacting together and learning and growing together that I'm most excited about. So your kids, are they excited about the vision like you are? Do they see it differently? Are they kind of like, what What are their thoughts about this? They have been so supportive. And, um, you know, I really looked at my kids from the beginning and said, what would you like to see in this? What, oh, they what love that. could this, you know, this area be or what could that area be? And so they were able to be a part of this from the very beginning and the dreaming stages of, you know, the, the different uh, room sets and, and what we had and what the vision looked like. And, and so they could dream with me down to what we want on the floors to what we want on the walls. And so they've really enjoyed it. And, of course, then the pandemic hit. My goal was to take each one. We were going to fly into different areas of our of the United States and visit children's museums to be oh, able yeah. to bring back ideas. And, and of course, I wanted to take each one um, separately and have that time with them, but also be able to hear what they loved most about that. So we're not, you know, trying to do something that's not fun for kids and and do it just based on what adults think. We really want, mm-hmm. you know, this out of, of kids' thoughts too. And and of course over the years I've been able to see kids and hands on in, in our daycare and school age programs and camps and the things that they've enjoyed most about you know, those times. And so I've been able to draw on their ideas as well. But my kids were going to to get to go with me and of course everything closed down and it hasn't happened yet. So I, I hope over this next year, as we're continuing in with this build, that they're able to travel with me to to gain yeah. ideas. Oh, what stuff. good memories to make too. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about the nonprofit? Like what what's public knowledge where you can say, oh, this is where it is, or this is what it's going to be like, or the sure. opening dates, all of those kind of things. Sure. I, I can pretty much share just about anything right now. So 
we have had the Steiner family actually come around us and support this idea. And so they've had some land off of 30 um, in Dalton. And so they have provided us this land to build. And so we are building a 30,000 square foot facility on this land here over this next year, going into 2021. And we hope to be open in around January 2022 is our goal time right now. We are working with Boss Display, which is interior design architects out of Columbus. They've built some sets for COSI and they are our interior architect design firm that we are working with. And so uh, we will be working alongside each the, the Steiner family and, and Boss Display to be able to develop this place. And it's exciting. They're also going to be building probably about an additional 20,000 square foot that will house some other experiences that families can take a part in while they're also visiting with the Children's Science Center. And so really this whole space is just designed around... Um, people being able to interact and, and have experiences together. So it's really exciting, yeah. um, not just about, about what we're doing, but also about what they're bringing alongside of it and what they have to offer. And, and just to have an incredible family like this to surround you and support your dreams and ideas um, and be able to you know financially back the building of this is um, such a blessing. And so a really exciting just to be able to work with all of them. We, as part of the the Science Center, our dream is to um, enter in and we'll start prehistoric. And so we'll have a, a dinosaur area and then it'll go all the way through to the ending, um, which is out of this world. So it's, you think uh, Jetsons, you think oh, yeah. dreaming, floating houses, floating cars. And so kind of a time capsule there of, of going prehistoric to, well, to the future. Yeah. And so each of our sets will be designed around that. We have, um, so the dinosaur area. We'll have a dino dig area where kids can go in in the sand and dig for dinosaur bones and figure out what those bones um, are called, where they're used within the specific dinosaur, match them up on the wall to dinosaur bones. And so that'll be one area. We'll have um, some art experience rooms. We'll have a 3D printing lab. We'll have an area that's focused on space and hoping to work with NASA and some surrounding um, companies to be able to have a room just where kids can explore in, in space. We'll have uh, water and mammal exhibits and we'll have kind of a kid city. So different homes, banks, cafes. We're really hoping to partner with different businesses in our community that will support or sponsor each of those spaces that kids will actually go in. Families will go in and interact within those spaces. At COSI, if you've ever been there, they have kind of the old 50s and 60s spaces and a diner. And it's so it's that same idea. They have a lot of facade areas that you don't really get to enter in where ours will be all entering into. Oh, I like that. And so um, each of those spaces can be represented by different companies, whether it, again, be a bank or a cafe and then we'll you know kids can go in families can go in and, and interact in those we'll also have a this old farm where farm equipment will be usable by kids so of course our our 
architect design team will make it to where nothing will move or pinch fingers or do any of that. But kids can actually get in the farm equipment and dig with it and oh, that's um, cool. do do some of that. So we have our center area. It'll be called Over the River and Through the Woods. And, and a tree is our logo. And so a tree will be seen from 30 as part of our interior design uh, landscape. And, and so that middle area can be used multi-purpose, really. Um, it'll be uh, an area kids can play on and climb up in. We'll have some rocks and some river that'll be interactive flooring um, that'll have fish that are representative of our area from here. Kids will be able to learn about and name. It's so exciting to dream all this and and to work it up and, and be able to see it come to life. Do you feel like me where you're like, oh, I wish I could be here tomorrow? Or do you feel like you'll be able to use that time because there is more to do. Sure. There's going to be always more to do, but of course I wish it was like here tomorrow. I wish it was open. I wish I could, you know, take my kids to it, but you know, this pandemic too uh, is here and it's teaching us things about room size and how to be able to have space that we can clean Mm -hmm. space that, you know, how many people can get in so many square foot so that if something like this happened in the future, we are ready and prepared for it to be able to have people still come through our doors. So it's actually, the timing wasn't bad for you. Right. It was actually, you might have thought that at first, but actually it helped because you can make those changes and plan ahead. Even though initially you're not, oh, I'm loving this pandemic. It kind of worked out for what you're doing. Is that absolutely. what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it's given us a, a little bit more time to work through our paperwork, work through getting our capital campaign letters out and and to the public. And so it's definitely given us time. There's been a positive to it, even mm-hmm. though I would have loved to already begin building, right? Some things I think should happen quicker than it does. But in the end, I can reflect back and say, it happened right when it was supposed to. Right. And so I've, I've taken this time to really slow down and say it's happening when it's supposed to, even though in my mind, I would love it to be here tomorrow. I am very, very excited. So what else do you want to share with us about you or about things that you've done right or wrong that you would redo or whatever in this process? And also a piece of advice that you would share. Yes. Let me see here. I I have a quote. Steve Jobs actually says this. He says, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And I think that has been my driving force through all of it is that I'm passionate about what I'm doing. I'm excited for it. I find joy in just the daily task because I'm passionate about it. And I'm excited for the future because I know I have a, a, a group of people from my board to friends and family that support this and see the need for this in, in our community. And so I would say uh, some advice would be first, learn yourself. What is your passions? And let those passions drive you, but also let them be represented in your daily life. And, and so for my family, we love adventures together. We love exploring, whether that's camping or hiking, visiting a new city, traveling. We, we love those things. And so we're constantly doing adventures and looking for the next adventure to do together. And we had to start doing that to even 
gain what we're passionate about and then mm-hmm. and then again keep doing it because we're passionate about it. And so that has just been, you know, we practice what we preach in our home. And so what we're passionate about, we we do it. Um exploring and and doing hands-on activities together. And then that same passion of course falls over into what's coming in, in the children's science center. And so yeah, I would say my, my piece of advice is just doing that is, is finding what you love and, and what you're passionate about and having people surround you to make it great. I'm going to ask you if there's anything else that you want to add. And then I'm going to make sure that you tell us how people can find you and sure. donate or learn more about you. So let's start with, is there anything else that you want to add from your story? I would say the only thing that I want to add is our mission statement for the Children's Play Lab. It's called the mission of the Wayne County Children's STEAM Play Lab is to provide family engagement, inspiration, foster creativity, and grow the love of learning for children of all ages and all abilities. That's another big focus of ours that I've not mentioned, that as we're moving forward, our spaces and, and sets designed within our facility will be for people of all abilities. I am very passionate about working with kids that are not on the typical scale, right, that have some special needs. And so we will provide those places and spaces within our sets to be able to meet all needs and all abilities. And I'm most, I'm very excited about that, um, to be able to, to work with those in our community that have some special needs. And then lastly, I would say if you want to be a part of this or you want to support this in any way, first look us up on Facebook. We're just getting our, our website and Facebook up and going, but it's under the Wayne County Children's Steam Play Lab. So go out and like us and look for more information there. That'll also have a connecting uh, way to our website. It has um, a way to, to donate through PayPal and we'll have more ways to donate here in the next couple of weeks as well as we're getting our capital campaign up and running and all the details of that smoothed out. We'll have other ways to connect and donate as well. If you would like me to come and share, whether you have a board or a company um, that you're wanting to see how can that you can partner with us, or maybe you want to sponsor a space, I would love to come and, and connect and share with you. So you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook, Lori Cologne, C-O-L-O-N is how you say my last name. And so find me, seek me out, and would love to be able to share more about this and and share my passion. And hopefully you become just as excited as we are. And I feel like where, what you have is something that you can come to multiple times. So it's five minutes from my house. I could go there, you know, a couple times a month. And with my kids and mine are, my youngest one's nine, but I still feel like there's enough that we can be a family. And I think it's so hard to find something, especially my kids are eight years apart. So let's just say when my youngest one was one and my oldest one was nine, that's a big enough gap. Sometimes it's hard to find something they all like, but that cosi is one and you're offering that too. And it's five minutes away. Yes. And I love that. I love that. So, And and our target audience is like a zero to 14. And and we realize Mm -hmm. it's mostly going to be probably targeting more school age kids in the K through six, but we'll have preschool activities within each set. We'll have a mentoring program for that 12 to 14 year olds. Mm -hmm. So they can come in and, and mentor to be like a counselor in training programs 
um, that will work with adults to um, share about, you know, different sets that maybe they're passionate about. Oh, I love that. Uh, um, and so, you know, they're going to get volunteer experience and uh, build on their work ethic. And so we'll have those opportunities available. So we say zero to 14. and But again, really we hope to engage parents in this as well mm-hmm. and, and that they're wanting to do some of these hands-on things, whether it's, you know, flying a spaceship or, you know, launching a, a airplane, whatever that looks like. Right. We hope that parents are just as engaged as the children. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Lori. Thank you Thanks so for much. having me. Yep. We all have a purpose and we have dreams to follow. To learn more about other women and their stories and their dreams, like and subscribe. Until next week, be a blessing to others.